0: What's up, party people? It's Talib Kweli, the host of the People's Party. I know you've been enjoying it so far. We thank you for your love and support. We got more People's Party coming up. We got all types of situations that you're going to want to tune into and never forget to watch. Talib Kweli, Jasmine Lee, it is the People's Party. Let's go. (laughs)
1: Let's
0: go. What's up, party people? It's Talib Kweli. This is the People's Party. We are partying with the people. The people are the party. I got my lovely and talented homegirl Jasmine Lee in the motherfucking house. Hey! Make some noise, Jasmine. How you doing, Jasmine?
2: Oh, I am so excited for this interview.
0: <laughs> you seem excited. Oh, I am. Your shoes are exciting. They can't even see them.
2: Famu colors, baby.
0: Famu, you went to Famu? I sure
2: did. Our
0: next guest also went to Famu. Somebody who inspires me a lot on the activism side of things the founder of one of the founders of dream defenders uh activist and a trailblazer a supporter of the culture a man who gets out on the streets mm-hmm. he doesn't just stay on social media he gets out on the streets i know cuz i've seen him out there that on is these streets where does bond. give it up for phil agnew in the place to
2: Yeah. Do. <laughs> Stand Stand use. Stand
1: Stand use. God damn you. All right, all right, all right. That's I've, our gang song. I feel left out.
2: Sorry. I should have told we you.
1: <laughs> Common comment went for a little while. Uh,
0: Dead Prez met at FAMU. Yep. Um, what is it about that school that brings that sort of co- And you've, you've started Dream Defenders at FAMU. After,
1: Why are you at FAMU? Right after. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What is it about that school that, that's creating all this wonderful energy?
1: You know, for me, I never was supposed to go to college. Okay. So I grew up in Chicago. Didn't ever think I would go to college. My mm. church raised money for me to go to school. Oh, shit. Wow. And from the point I was there, what I always say it took me from the mud, made me the Clay and made me who I am today. It mm. is It is a school that if I didn't go to that school, I don't know if I would have made it through any college. Mm-hmm. But it was the one that took me. I, I can't explain it. The first mm. moments you're there, you're like, oh, this is where I'm supposed, supposed to be. Right. Yeah, This is. this is you know this is home and i had never even left i left chicago maybe 2 or 3 times mm. so for me to go somewhere completely remove culture shock mm-hmm. they dance in florida like you never yeah. did right you know is everything is different and to go there and to be like okay i could survive here i mm-hmm. could make it here i could flourish here that's what, family, that's what HBCUs do. That's right. That's what they do.
2: That's why it's called family. Family, Like, you go there and you make family. Like, I have lifelong friends from that school. It teaches you how to look, fly, yep. and be about your business. Yep. Because it's not either or. You got to look the part and act the part. It tells you about time management. It's, yes. it's, it's Persistent. like persistence. Because
1: we was on paper when I was there. You know what I'm saying? So it, you, it was no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep going until like I get that yes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I wore a suit. I wore a suit every day. Right. You know I because I was in business day. school. Mm-hmm. But it was it, it told you it it made you into the total package. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all great. Right. But fam, you made me.
0: Man, that's beautiful. They, the experience of going to HBCUs. Like yep. no Um, the the students that come from these schools are exceptionally successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, do you agree with what Jamel Hill said about athletes? In HBCUs that yep. athletes should be going. To, black athletes should be trying to get to
1: HBCUs. Well, yeah, you got to look at the history of HBCUs. Mm-hmm. They were the only institutions we used to be able to go to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fam, you won a national championship early right. in the in the century. And it's important to know it's not yeah. for people who watch this show. Right. Uh, you could be white and go to an HBCU. Everybody is welcome to go to uh, HBCU. It's not it's not segregation. Right. It's called historically black college and uh, university.
0: Right. You yeah. can rate your doors out. I mean, I'm we, saying, a, like, can we have something
2: we going to gentrify the HBCUs.
0: No, no, I mean, well, the thing is is that segregation is they, they this country works against segregation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like segregation, me personally, I'm not a fan of segregation. Yeah. I understand that our community has suffered under integration because of white supremacy, because mm-hmm. of how pervasive white supremacy is, is that once we integrate into these systems, they systems designed to not be fair for us and there are resources that have left our communities but that doesn't mean we should be out here caping for segregation.
2: Okay because I have, I have mixed views on it because oh, like yes I want the world to be together I want the world to be a better place and no HBCUs are not just for black people mm-hmm. but it's like I don't encourage other races <laughs> to go to HBCUs because that's right. our safe place like that's mm-hmm. somewhere where it's for us by us mm-hmm. we learn about us we learn about our culture it's like a safe space like the debates you can have there mm-hmm. like the conversations the classes we have, like, you're not, you're not going to get that when you go to a white school. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't say, yeah, white people go to FAMU. I'm not going to say, you know, you're right. banned or whatever, but, uh, I I don't. understand. I think it, your feelings are valid.
1: If yeah. you go, you have to understand the history of the institution, mm-hmm. right? These were places that black people, they, they were the only places black people oh, wow. could go mm-hmm. to go to school. That, that was how they were founded. And Mm -hmm. then during the civil rights movement, these were the only places where black people could run to when the Klan Mm -hmm. was running up on you in in Jackson, Mississippi Mm -hmm. or in Tallahassee, Florida. Mm -hmm. And so these institutions protect us in a lot of ways. And it may not seem as brutal now as burning crosses in your front lawn, Mm -hmm but in the world that we live in with covert racism with the way the institutions are built mm-hmm. black colleges represent the only place where you can go you can feel safe mm-hmm. you can get that quality education a lot of people you sleep on it but you go to black you go to a high school or elementary school in any city i went mm-hmm. grew up in chicago during black history month you learn about rosa Malcolm right. Martin, that dude with the fur on, that went to the North Pole. <laughs> right. Matthew uh, right, Matthew. <laughs> right, Matthew Harris. Right. Right. Carter G. Woodson. Right, right. you're learning a about a nigga us.
0: went to the North the Pole. A oh, yeah. with the fur yeah, on. Yeah the fur on. <laughs> yeah,
1: the fur on. But but you learn about those people. But right. you go to an HBCU and you get a consciousness opened up, mm-hmm. right? Something that you can never close up. You see things you can't unsee. Right. And so um, if you go, just know that's what you're getting. You're not right. going to transform that institution. No, no more that I'm going to change Notre Dame by going there. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you were a pharmaceutical rep.
2: I at was. Some point, I was. And you got
0: frustrated with that yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, from what I could tell, um, looking into your past, you were inspired by Occupy Wall Street.
1: Yeah, I um, was. As was
0: I. Yep. You know, I went to Occupy Wall Street all over the country. Yep. Um, and that was something that I,
1: I liked. Hey, you to, get big ups for that. A lot oh, of people nah. weren't doing it.
0: Yeah, I, I. You know, I. You know, there was. It just. It, it was easy for me to go to New York. But because I'm privileged as an artist to travel the world and mm-hmm. occupy, was I went to Occupy Wall Street in Anchorage, Alaska, yeah. where it was oh, wow. like five degrees outside.
1: Wow, it was like three that's
0: people. activism.
1: Yeah, yeah, three yeah, people. yeah, 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 yeah. But they was
0: like, "Nah, we we we, we like, occupying, we occupying." Yeah, this us iceberg. Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, us three. Yeah, and I was up there like I had a show in Anchorage that that yeah. day. You know what wow. I'm saying? Um But I like the way that they changed the paradigm because, you know, um, they taught us about leaderless movements. Yeah, and. Um, they, it seemed like they took the inspiration from the the situations that are going on in the middle east like the uh the uh, the green Arab movement green. The yeah, Arab Spring yeah, 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 and all yeah. that um, oh, no, 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 and no. so there's there's this a direct line from Arab Spring to Occupy to trayvon martin yeah, yeah and and the work that that you did around that and and dream defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the importance how important is it to not just study movements that are happening? in your community but to study movements that are happening all over?
1: They laid a blueprint. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think Occupy was was a little bit before Arab Spring, but okay. they, there, was a, there was a lineage there. They lay a blueprint for mm-hmm. us. They, in many ways, went through the same things that we went through but were able to build over those obstacles and the mm-hmm. stuff you can learn from it. You mm-hmm. can't apply everything from, we can't keep doing everything they did in the Civil Rights Movement. Mm-hmm. Because what they did in the Civil Rights Movement was bold, mm-hmm. was crazy. What we're doing now, if we're just trying to emulate what they did, it's not so bold, it's not Ah. so crazy. They've already planned for it. But for me, it's important because in that are the little nuggets Mm -hmm. that you can use when you come up against an obstacle, Mm -hmm. when you come up against ego, when you come up against um, opposition from the police, when you come up against um, somebody who's seeking to tear your organization down from the inside. Mm -hmm. There's always a way that you can learn from a previous movement. Look, for me, I started at FAMU. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And the reason I keep bringing it up is because while I was at FAMU, we were celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Tallahassee bus boycott, mm-hmm. right? That preceded the bus boycotts that we saw around the country. Right. And it was FAMU students who were uh, desegregating the public transportation in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. And so I was there when we had people from uh, 50 years ago come to the campus. Mm-hmm to talk about what they had done. Mm -hmm. And so for me, sitting at their feet, I never had a problem. I never, there's a lot of people that got a problem with sitting at old hair's feet, listening to them ramble on. I could do that for hours, right? Because what they do is paint a picture of what we're gonna see, Mm -hmm. right? And it may not be the direct line of what we're talking about, but but they can start to paint a picture for what they did when they were confronted. And history is like, one of my favorite quotes is, the one thing we learn from history is that we do not learn from history, right? right? And so, Every time I'm able to sit at the feet of somebody, I'm able to soak in and learn, and then when you see something, it may look a little bit different, but a lot of times it's always the same, because our opposition has always been the same. It's global capital, it's racism, it's white supremacy. It's always been the same. They got a different little mask on, but it's the same.
0: Now, me as an artist, um, I met you because I had an album called Prisoner Conscious. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been known as a conscious artist. Uh, I've lent my name to activism, fundraising, doing concerts and stuff. That's easy for me to do because it's already in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I'm already performing. It's not outside of my. It's not. I'm not doing anything extra to do activism work. Right. Um, and I'm getting a lot of props for it. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout my career, as part of my legacy. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I but doing prisoner conscious, I knew that I, I, at a certain point, making an album, I felt like I can't put out an album for sale with. This record company is with a barcode on it right. called Prisoner of Conscious, and I'm not in touch with actual Prisoners of Conscious. Yep. So I started working more with um, Monifa and Lamumba, oh, yeah. ben, the Bendeles, yeah. Yeah. Um because they, for the Malcolm X grassroots movement, they've yep. always been. Yeah, they've always been uh, in the forefront of doing political education, not just having us show up at f- fundraisers, but mm-hmm. by like, look, this is the, this is the cause, mm-hmm. this is what we on, let's get on code, yep. I'm going to give you the information yep. so that when people ask you what it is you're participating in, you know what it is. Um, so I went to them, and I went to Rosa Clemente, yep. and I went to, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Harry Belafonte, yes. you know what I'm saying, yeah. and I was invited to this meeting that Harry Belafonte had, and it was myself and Knife Wonder, David Banner, right, yep. right, uh, yeah. Chuck D, Most Deaf was on the phone, Jamie Foxx was on the phone. Yep. Uh uh uh, uh, the sister Rosario Dawson, her mom's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it was a beautiful situation. And I asked Harry Belafonte, I said, you know, give me the blueprint. Like, I don't remember the exact question I asked him, Mm -hmm. but he was like, look, I'm in my 80s. You need to go holler at Phil Agnew. Right. That's what the man said to me. Mm -hmm. I was like, who's that? He was like, dream defenders. I was Mm -hmm. like, I never heard of him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He was like, you need to get down to Florida. I remember. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And start fucking with me on the phone with you. Yeah. 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 And so Harry Belafonte
1: started his career he was the first platinum artist of ever yeah you know what I'm saying with right. the Dale the de- 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 oh. they a, a song everybody danced to but don't know what it's really about that's right right it's about people on the plantation that's right right daylight like come in and want to go home that's right right it sounds so good it sounds that's the magic of artists mm-hmm. and I, I got to give you your, your your props right now because the, people have forgotten what art is about. Mm. Our, our, what I consider my mentor, I think you may consider him a mentor too, Mr. B. That's right. He talks about Paul Robeson. That's right. Right, Paul Robeson. If you don't know who Paul Robeson is, mm-hmm. right, one of the first black all Americans. Listen, listen to, to his Paul speeches. Robeson
2: scholar at Harry Dean. Really? Shout Come out. on, yes. Listen <laughs> to his
0: speeches on YouTube. They they yes. they're there for you to listen to yes. when he's defending himself in Congress.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. it's beautiful. It's epic. They blackballed this. Yeah. Man. And He was a lesbian, he, he was oh, a singer, multiple languages. He was killing languages. him. Yeah. Killing him. He, 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 he redefined the whole, he redefined what it was to be a black person in the mm-hmm. United States mm-hmm. for the world. Go right. He was to him a statesman. That's that's we were listening to that speech on the way
0: back from here. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so this brother is an icon, and he's an icon because he's an artist but that understood his role in the world. Mm -hmm. And artists see the world differently, Mm -hmm. they make us feel things, they make us happy, they make us sad, they make us angry, they make Mm us ready to march, they make us want to dance, they make us want to make love. Mm -hmm. And artists have a power over people that a lot of artists are selling just Mm -hmm. to sell records, right? Mm -hmm. To sell shoes, to sell shirts, and so what what he represented to us and what you represent is that reclamation of what art is. He said artists are the gatekeepers to truth. No doubt. And so you coming down, I remember, I still remember to the day I was on the phone, I'm looking at my phone, I can't Mm -hmm. believe this moment that I'm in because you're calling and we're in the Capitol Mm -hmm. and you coming down. And that moment was transformational and what it did is it, Accelerated our growth mm-hmm. because you're able to tell a story, right? And then for you to come down, show up, bring your son, shout right, out to Manny Fela, yeah, who stayed involved, right? Right. We stayed in Florida for a little while. That's right. And so what you brought, see, we, we were occupying the state capital, and it's ebbs and flows, it's ups and right. downs, it's times where we're like, oh, we could take over the world. It's times right. where like I went down did. there and slept, slept in the state capital yeah, with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like. It's times where you are like, this, the, the whole world is ours. Mm-hmm. And then it's times where you're like, what the fuck are we doing? This is the dumbest shit ever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like, right. what are we gonna get? And so having somebody like you come down there and amplify it, freestyle for a few hours, mm-hmm. right? Really grew that, that thing. And so when people ask how do you go from a moment to a movement, I always say you need art. That's right. You need art to be that, so that lubricant through that hard time after you have a moment you think the world is in your hands and mm-hmm. then it all crumbles. The revolution don't come. Which it rarely does, right? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I was what was excited. Me about that moment was the the fact that it was about art. That 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 we was y'all was involved in revolutionary, tangible, direct action mm-hmm. that got results. Yes, right. Yeah, and but at night when it was time to sleep in the Capitol, no sleep. There was no sleep. It was we we turning on. TDE, yeah. that was cracking at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, absolute yeah, yeah, terrorist yeah. threats, oh. and y'all was jumping with up Danny and down like Danny yeah. Brown, yeah, yeah yeah, you know yeah, that? yeah, yeah, and stuff that I was just now getting familiar with. That yeah. at the time was representing more my son's generation. Yeah, but I'm yeah. like, okay, even if these artists are not wearing the pro blackness on their sleeve, yeah. like artists from my generation did, mm-hmm. like you know, from the movies, like I'm black and I'm black and I'm yeah, black yeah, and I'm black. X-hat. That's what we was doing. Like yeah. we, we was, we was just now fresh into the into it, like discovering ourselves. These artists, the Danny Browns, the J. Cole's, the Kendricks, the Absoles, yep. they, were, they were redefining or defining what they self would have meant to, to be black. Yeah. And it didn't mean saying, I'm an African and I'm black. But yeah. it meant it meant being like, I'm not your idea of what a black man is. Mm-hmm. So the music, even if Danny Brown did not, and you know what, the, the lyrics of that song are pretty revolutionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But To see y'all jumping up and down to that terrorist threats, that was
1: revolutionary to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, the artists of today, you know, every generation, what I like to say is we are remembering the dismembered parts of ourselves. Mm -hmm. You understand what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? From the time we were stolen from from Africa, and I know Mm -hmm. everybody started rolling their eyes when we started talking about Africa, Mm -hmm. but from the time we were stolen from Africa, dropped off in Haiti. Right mm-hmm. in, the, in 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 uh, San Domingue in on islands, and then dropped off mm-hmm. here, dropped off in Brazil. We have had our our minds, our bodies, our souls, our cultures dismembered, mm-hmm. right? And so every generation is reclaiming or remembering a different part of ourselves. Garvey mm-hmm. did it, right? Mm-hmm. Garvey was reclaiming a part of our identity, a pride in being black, right? right? There was a civil rights movement, I'm skipping over a lot, mm-hmm. there's a lot always is a happening, lot. but there was a civil rights movement that said, okay, we're going to reclaim our humanity mm-hmm. right now, right? There was a movement before ours that said, listen, I'm black and I'm proud, I'm going to wear my hair however mm-hmm. I want to wear. But now we're in a place where we're uh, reclaiming what it means to be a black person, mm-hmm. right? And not just in our humanity because White people have been done a disservice by white supremacy as well. Absolutely. It steals away their humanity. You can't cry, mm-hmm. you gotta always keep moving, you gotta work yourself down to the bone if mm-hmm. you're not doing anything. And so black people and poor people, oppressed people in this country are now saying, you know what, I could be whatever I wanna be. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. about me is fluid. This the way I am today, this the way I am tomorrow, this right. my name today, I done changed my name and went back to my old <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, used to be Phil yeah. um, <laughs> <until, until
0: laughs> Agnew, um, Yeah. then like you said, I'm not doing that anymore. No yeah, I went back, and, <laughs> right.
1: and so I think I think every part of this time is fluid, mm-hmm. and that's the magic of what we have to do. Is as we start to dec- decolonize our mind and mm-hmm. remember the dismember. Because where we came from, it, and th- I don't romanticize Africa. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't, because mm-hmm. that takes away what Africa truly is. Its mm-hmm. complexity. That's right. But where we came from, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It had space for a whole lot absolutely. of different gray areas. It's a cradle
0: of, civil- cradle of civilization. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. We lived in most a most resources
1: way. in the world. All, all that. Yeah. Absolutely. So. What I see now in the artist is that it's not just in the shirt that you wear, it's woven into the tapestry of their songs.
2: I say this all the time on here. Like nowadays, this new generation, like for instance, calling each other queens and kings. Like as you say, like for each generation, you start to do more and more. And that's the the joys of social media because when you see other black people bigging each other up and saying, this is what you deserve, or you can run your own businesses. It's like, oh, I can do it too. So that's like, it's a chain reaction. It is. Um, you're from Chicago. Yep. Son of a preacher. I am. And I'm a, a son of a preacher. I mean, a oh, daughter of a preacher. Oh, many generations.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you can be whatever you want. You can I be know, a son. I know. I know. <laughs> I
2: know. I'm not a we flew son. We're I Promise. I promise. You're gonna blow your parents' mind, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm like, I, like I a son. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Chicago used as a um, political football when they talk when they compare so-called black-on-black crime to white supremacy?
1: Yeah. Listen, um, Chicago. Chicago is an interesting case Chicago is a lot like a lot of cities across this country mm-hmm. that they ran the same model mm-hmm. So Baltimore, what they did is Detroit, Oh, yeah. absolutely. Flint yeah. uh, Let's yeah. start talking Dayton Tol- Youngstown, T- Cleveland, Cincinnati, yeah. Trenton, Newark mm-hmm. This is what Newark, it is oh. these, these Newark cities. Is scary, man. Yeah, with well, these cities Camden, New Jersey Yeah, and you go to Detroit and a lot of it has been Listen capital left these cities. Yeah, right so run, the job by, right. what created some sort of substantive living for for people mm-hmm. left mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so what happened is the government already been documented shipped in some crap right mm-hmm. this is the new structure by which you build your community let's take chicago for instance they murdered a 21 year old man named fred hampton right mm-hmm. who was bringing together black panthers young lords um, w- poor white people in the city mm-hmm. and bringing them together in what was the original rainbow coalition right, right. now it's been you know, used uh, right. for other purposes. By another right? Chicago guy. By another Chicago or, <laughs> or uh, uh, Chicago import, right? Okay, okay. And so this was a building, the p Stone Rangers, mm-hmm. the gangs were providing a structure, mm-hmm. right? And so then what happens? You bring in drugs, you eradicate mm-hmm. the infrastructure of a community. Mm-hmm. And then you go in, send the police and kill all the leaders, mm-hmm. take all the leaders and put them in jail. Mm-hmm. Then what you do is say, all of y'all that used to live in Cabrini Green, y'all living over here now, mm-hmm. right? And so this is a systematic thing. This is not something like, how does Chicago get so violent? Mm-hmm. First off, Chicago always been violent. It wasn't always black people killing each other. Right. When Al I Capone went, was running them When streets. I went
0: to the Sears Tower, yes. I was, you go to the top of the Sears Tower, they got pictures of, of, of Al Capone yes. and they got pictures of, what's the dude that Johnny Depp played in the movie? Um, the dude from Blow? <laughs> you know, not the dude from Blow, but the, the gangster from Chicago, um, the white boy. Anyway, it's
1: white gangsters that they got their
0: pictures up because they understand that they built that city. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Chicago is one one of the most organized cities. Mm -hmm. When you talk about labor, um, Saul Alinsky. Dillinger. Yeah. Oh, Dillinger. Yeah. Right. So when you take away the infrastructure of a city, Mm -hmm. of a people, right, this is systematic. When you do one plus one plus one plus one, you can sit down and be like, yo, four about to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you can see how people are killing each other. Right. Mm -hmm. There's no jobs. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. There's no schools. Mm-hmm. There's no community centers. There's no courts. There's no fields. Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to do all day? It's nothing but dope and guns, mm-hmm. right? And I, I, get, I get mad when they talk about the brutality of Chicago because it is brutal. We shouldn't be killing each other. Mm-hmm. But I would say these young people who are doing what they're doing to survive and, and carve out a little place for themselves in Chicago, who don't got no guidance, who don't got no opportunity, who don't know anything else, mm-hmm. They're talked about as the worst people on earth. That's right. But when you talk about a businessman like Bezos or whatever who take away jobs from three hundred thousand people, Walmart who who bankrupts a whole city and destroys a whole city, Mm. leaves them to opiates, we don't talk about the murder and destruction that they wreak upon the world. Mm -hmm. And so Chicago is an example of what happens when a system decides to abandon a city. Mm. You take away the money, you take away the resources, you take away community centers, you take away schools. What is going to happen? That's right what is gonna happen to kids when you stacked up on top of each other?
2: Right. It's crazy because like, um, I could have been a statistic I grew up in the hood or whatever and like my I was a latchkey kid I had tons of time, but the difference in Roosevelt We had so many programs and I just got picked for so many programs yep. I didn't have time to be on the street It's a lot of my friends that were pregnant or in gangs or whatever Yeah And it's like I didn't have time to do that because I always had something to do And when you take away all of that art It's like oh we're preparing you to go to jail because you, we're not giving mm-hmm. you nothing else to learn What
1: are you gonna do right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So
2: uh,
1: Chicago it, it hurts me, I, I'm, I'm lucky, mm-hmm. I'm lucky. My mom, when we were little, four, I'm the oldest of four boys. Mm-hmm. Damn. She taught us always, look people in the eye, mm-hmm. smile, um, speak politely, mm-hmm. right? And we learn certain things to be able to avoid certain pitfalls. Mm-hmm. Right. We had, I had my mom and my dad. Right. I had church you right. in the world but not of the world right right i had all type of things that made me lucky mm. and i'm good at taking tests right right so i got into a magnet school mm-hmm. my church that i played for not my home church that i played drums mm-hmm. for raised money for me to go to school mm-hmm. i was able to stay to school cuz i was involved and, and you could finesse that fam you real good oh, and i, I got in state right i got in state right you
0: student body president yes
1: all i that. got i got you know i'm smart i'm talented but i'm lucky i'm right. the right. exception to the rule not the rule right you blessed yeah. brother yes yeah. we blessed how um, do and that's that's absolutely that's
2: right. You're not lucky. It was meant for you to be yes. able to go over all those things so that you can help other people, and especially you coming from that same area, you'll understand them more, and they'll understand you more to be able to listen. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, you and um, uh, Aja Monet mm-hmm. have a very spe- special relationship. Yep. Um, it's a beautiful relationship. Yep. Um, but beyond the beauty of y'all relationship, that's that's none of our business. Mm-hmm. You also have a beautiful. Activists and community, relationship with the community. Yeah, yeah. And what y'all trying to build. um, Y'all famously confronted Spike Lee... About oh, his portrayal, of Chicago. to Go there, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the <people's party>. Now it's <laughs> a party, okay. Now okay. A party. Now I'm, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. you know, and I grew up with Spike Lee and Brooklyn,
1: the um, the, the white neighborhood in New York. That's
0: right. That's, okay, right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right. You've seen the show with with the
1: girl from HBO, yeah, Lena girls. Did, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn. I actually did watch yeah, every that show. you had to throw in that quite <laughs> right, 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 right. Too, right, right. Right. Um. No, but you know Spike Lee. um, Obviously, I'm I'm literally on a song by Sky Zoo. Shout out to Skyzoo. Yeah. I'm literally on a song called Spike Lee is my hero. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, I I'm a huge Spike Lee fan. Yeah. I reserve my judgment. Y'all went at Spike Lee hard before yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Rat came out.
1: Yes, we did. Right? Yeah. I yeah, reserve
0: yeah. my judgment. Okay. I saw y'all going hard. I was like, ooh, yeah. my niggas going hard. <laughs> and, and and Asia, like, uh, I, I, Aja, Aja, yeah. Aja, excuse me, Aja, I know her before i I know her before I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, of um, course. So Aja, just as a writer mm-hmm. and as an activist, is one of my favorite people on the planet. Oh wow. So when y'all looked linked up, it was like Voltron. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like when I seen y'all, like, I fuck with Spike Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. y'all my niggas. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I seen y'all, he was doing like a, a press or something. Uh-huh. Y'all stepped I up. I'm like, gonna tell you how I happened, yeah. Nigga. Yeah. I was watching that shit. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I'm, I want to hear what happened, but yeah. I reserved my judgment until I seen the movie. Yeah. Cause saw I'm like, it.
1: yeah, I saw the movie. Yeah, Nick Cannon. Shout out to Nick Cannon.
0: We were just talking to Nick Cannon. Yeah, clinic. yeah.
1: Multi-talented.
0: Yeah. yeah. Very talented. Um, a lot of talented people involved in Dave Chappelle was in Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vic was in Yeah. I did not enjoy that movie. Right. I did. I did not enjoy it. I
2: love it. how he shouted everyone out first. Like, such and yeah, such as yeah. as that I, I did yeah. not
0: enjoy that movie. And I'd be willing to bet that there's people involved in the movie that also did not enjoy it.
1: I know some people. You know? Yeah.
0: So that doesn't, for me at all, take anything away from Spike Lee. Okay. Um but please break down what your issue with the movie was. Right. And I gotta say, when I went to see the movie, I was like, eh, maybe Phil and him got a point.
1: Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let me tell you, people right. think we went at him. Mm-hmm. We went to the film screening, so for background, he was in Miami, where mm-hmm. we live now, mm-hmm. um, to do a screening of the film. He was, he was showing mm-hmm. the first 15 minutes, or like a 15 minute right, right, trailer right, right, right. for the film. I went excited about the movie, mm-hmm. swear to God. Mm-hmm. I was very excited because I saw When the Levees Broke. Mm -hmm. I saw how he handled- Right. He has incredible films like that. Yeah, Four Little Girls. Oh my gosh. There's
0: films that spike like, uh, uh, The Million Man March, Get on the Bus. Get on the
1: Bus? Yeah. Malcolm. Right? (coughs) Right. I saw how he handled, not with kid gloves, but he handled uh, a very hurtful situation Mm -hmm. gracefully and Mm -hmm. he cradled it and he brought emotion to it. Mm -hmm. And then this dude decided to go Shakespearean. Mm -hmm. On a personal Greek tragedy. experience, a Greek tragedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. an obscure one. Yeah, in my opinion, I ain't learned about it in public school. I didn't either. OK. And the
0: idea of women holding sex, to, that's kind of
1: withholding sex. That's to, a little. To, to, yeah. So I have not I've yet to see the final. Mm-hmm. I've not yet to see. I've whatever. watched it. I've watched the whole. whole movie. OK, I didn't, I didn't see it. So I, I should I should caveat it with that. Mm-hmm. But let me say this. I went to the film, and, and if you listen to the recording, I didn't go to ambush him. Mm-hmm. I asked him, what was his purpose mm-hmm. for the film? Mm-hmm. And he said, I already told you. Yeah, he, he got defensive immediately. He got defensive right. immediately. And he, I
0: don't think he had a spike at this point in his career. The activism and how people approach things is
1: different. Like you right. said, we're not doing the same thing as civil rights. Bro, can I give mm-hmm. you some history real quick? Mm-hmm. Not different. Mm-hmm. You got to look at the articles of when he put out Malcolm X. hmm how Amiri Baraka was going at it. That oh yeah, he ass. was. He was. He absolutely was going right. at that ass. He, he was like, was. yo, this middle class motherfucker.
0: Amiri knew Malcolm. Yes,
1: yeah. yes. He said, this motherfucker should not go nowhere near Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. right? And then he delivered Denzel and he delivered an yeah, incredible film. They absolutely did. Um, and was able to silence the critics at mm-hmm. that time. But this isn't the first time that people have been like, Spike... Now people have on, said things about him with yeah. his,
0: his relationship with women on film. Oh, yes. There's, there's a lot of criticism. And yeah. Spike.
1: And I think it still continues. Mm-hmm. What I'll say is, the film did not treat the trauma and the disaster that is mm-hmm. Chicago, but not because black people are in Chicago, but because of the city, how it's run. Mm-hmm. He, it didn't depict that. It glossed over it. Mm-hmm. It made a farce of it. And it wasn't funny, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think Spike I went I asked my question. I didn't go at him. I asked the question. Because I was expecting from a highly heralded and rightfully acclaimed director mm-hmm. of the Black Canon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to treat one of the modern day black disasters mm-hmm. with a level of respect and reverence and with teaching, right. Because white people see Spike Lee and they say, what Spike said that, is, that is fact. Yeah. And he went in there and made a fool of it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and no disrespect to the actors, but I'm looking right. at it and I just didn't see how you could find comedy in it. And I could find comedy in everything, yeah. but a film of comedy, right, about it, I just couldn't get it. And so for me, artists have a duty. I don't believe artists, We. I wanna live in a world where Talib can rap about whatever he wants to rap about. Mm-hmm. He could rap about having fun, mm-hmm. painting, doing whatever. That's not the world we live in. That's mm-hmm. not the world you live in. Mm-hmm. And If you become a rapper that only raps out th- about the world that you live in now in Calabasas mm-hmm. Not you specifically, I but understand. you get what I'm saying. Um, I've been to Calabasas. Country. Yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, But but then you are divorced from the people that 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 raised you yeah. And so you deserve to have people be like yo, I love your music today mm-hmm. But it, it's uh, it's bop. It's a bop. That's right. what it is.
0: Um uh, Going back to dream defenders a little bit. Um and I know that you left Dream Defenders to travel more a year ago. A year yeah, ago. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, to sort of you, the the, the language I've I've seen online is to get out of the movement bubble.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that about? We all build our own universes, mm-hmm. and I build my own. Mm-hmm. I posted something yesterday. I'm new to I'm new old and new to Twitter, mm-hmm. but I posted something yesterday. I'm gonna quote myself. Mm-hmm. It's the difference between being very principled and just being a hater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I found myself a little bit becoming a little bit of a hater mm-hmm. because, because I was in my yeah 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 yeah. Introspection. I, I became I was in a bubble mm-hmm. a little bit. Like I wasn't talking to people that agreed with me all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. but I knew the motherfuckers that disagreed with me. I had them pegged, and mm-hmm. you was my nigga in the group that disagreed. Right, like, we're a group. Mm-hmm. You the disagree one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I didn't. I wasn't able to move about as I would like to. Right. And um, I wanted that opportunity. I, I, if, if I, whenever I die, I want to be known as a teacher. Right. Mm-hmm. And you a teacher is a listener. Message. Yeah, that's what I want to be. And right. so for me, I left because I'm 34 mm-hmm. and it's 17, 18, 19 year olds is ready to run the organization. Oh, the two so you women that, that are running the it. The importance of the youth. Yes, they're yeah. killing it. They're, yeah. they're better ostensibly than ever with me there.
0: Right. That's very um, forward thinking of you yeah yeah. in my opinion
1: I'm on a it's a gift and a curse because I'm on a journey I don't even know where it goes but I know I have a purpose in my life and I'm mm-hmm. blindless I'm blind I'm like kind of going mm-hmm. I don't know what it is man I'm not this whiskey or I'll cry <laughs> yeah, you know? but I will start crying yeah, right? <laughs> like, damn, it's, but um I don't know fully where I'm going mm-hmm. but I'm very restless right and I knew I wasn't serving my purpose fully in that in that place
0: what one more thing about dream defenders what I like about dream defenders on top of the social Economic focus, yes, and the focus on direct action, yep. activism, grassroots activism, yeah, um, is the black and brown unity. Oh yes, um, very important. Like, and you know, we're in Los Angeles, and black and brown unity, like the term black and brown forever, that's a Los Angeles thing because they need that unity out here yeah. a little bit more than they need in other places, yeah. in my opinion. Right. But you, I was out there in Florida, yeah, and as soon as I got to to Tallahassee, yep. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> um. <laughs> That was up front, and even you and me, we we met in Tallahassee, but we linked up again in Ferguson.
1: Yes, I remember.
0: Right yep, when yep. when Mike Brown was murdered. Yep. And um, with Rosa. Yeah, with Rosa Jessica Clemente, Carimore, Jessica Tef-O, Carmore, Tef-O I just like shouting out. Poe and yeah. Tori Russell. And, yeah. You know everybody. Um, you know, but that the, the black and brown unity was also a focus there. Yes. Speak on that a little bit.
1: I'm. I'm we're living in Miami, mm-hmm. so in a lot of ways. Um, there are similarities. We have a different right. brown. Yeah, it is. Right, we have a different brown. We have a different black. hmm Listen, the groups that we look up to, including and especially the Black Panthers, mm-hmm. I, I consider myself a Black Panther, Historian, a little okay. bit. I, I've grown beyond romanticizing them. I have a, yeah. I, I gotta brag a little bit. I have a Black Panther tattoo that I got me too. with Elaine Brown. Oh, I, I don't have right. that.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. Let me fall back.
1: <laughs> Let me fall the fuck back. Right, right.
0: I, I met Elaine see. Brown. I used to have a bookstore in Kiru Books. Yeah. Where she wrote Taste of Power. Yes. She came and did a book run and she yes. came to the bookstore. I got a picture with Elaine Brown. Yeah. But not a tattoo. Man. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've, we were able to develop a relationship. Mm. Shout out to the black, Brown. Read yeah. Taste
0: of Power if you haven't read
1: that. You must. Cause, Taste, cause of what? Yeah, Taste, Taste of Power. Taste of Power. Yeah. Because what she was able to do with the party um, is arguably as big, if not bigger, than what well, her and David Hitler were able yeah. to do with the party, but we can get on that. Mm-hmm. To the black and brown unity. If every black person in this country was aligned, we still wouldn't have enough people to do what we want to do, mm-hmm. which is radically transform this country, economically, mm-hmm. politically, socially, culturally. I agree with that. Right? What. The Black Panthers were doing what Fred Hampton was doing, they were they were uniting people across class and race and gender, mm-hmm. right and we've and, and in this generation, respectfully, we have we have altered the movement trajectory for for everybody We've, we've added gender sexuality mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. that. We have to be able to organize aco- across class and race. Do you mm-hmm. know why? Because totally. our opposition is organized across class That's and absolutely race. right. They are unified across. Capital is able to flow across the world. Mm-hmm. Capital is global, right? Mm-hmm. They unite the Chinese, they unite the Vietnamese. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're all united in support of capitalism, but they are all under the, their foot is under the, their neck is under the foot of capital, right? right. So if our opposition is, has recognized that there's a need for us all to be on the same page or for them mm-hmm. to be on the, all, the same page, and their number one goal, rhetorically, mm-hmm. institutionally, geographically, is to divide us up. Mm-hmm. One of the most radical things that we can do is find ourselves in another person that doesn't look like us. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm not gonna allow, we're not gonna allow ourselves to invest in an organization that doesn't respect that there are differences and acknowledge that there are differences, but find similarities. Mm-hmm. And if you can't find anything, Language, Mm -hmm. food, dance, which we should be able to find a lot Mm -hmm. in all of those Then we have a common enemy Mm -hmm. Our common energy our our common enemy is global capital racism white supremacy patriarchy the thing that is taking away our soul Mm -hmm. taking away our body Inside of our mind.
2: I want to talk a little bit about the The perks of social media because as we were talking (laughs) about outside uh some years ago I was on social media and I saw that you had gotten arrested in Miami for protesting. Yep. And I, I was sitting As she at, does. Right, I was sitting at work like in a stupid argument with my mom and I was like, you know what? I'm over here stressing about my mom. Phillips out there marching. I'm gonna go out there and march too. And I went and I marched and I got arrested. Mom, and, this uh, is that,
0: that
1: don't it's blame your me. Fault. It's your fault. <laughs> I was in jail for sixteen
2: hours. Yeah, yeah. But oh, shit. Uh, yeah, 16 hours. You yeah. was on the weekend? It was a week? It was Thanksgiving. Oh, it was okay. the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Tuesday we know you're not
0: supposed to protest the... on Thanksgiving. Yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. man. They you're not trying... supposed to protest on Thanksgiving, and you're not supposed to protest in wedges. Yeah. You know this. I
2: did both. I had on silver and <laughs> wedge sneakers, and this is uh, the thing. Two like, I was a G to they gave me that Thanksgiving food. It yeah.
0: was like the prison uh, Thanksgiving sandwich.
2: food. I don't know what the heck that mashed potatoes <laughs> was made of. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, had man. Okay. The, 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 a block stuffing and. Turkey, but I digress. Uh, Where has social media today failed and where is it uh, best served?
1: I mean, I'm a a very reflective person. Social media has been successful Mm -hmm. in highlighting organizations or people who are doing extraordinary things. Mm -hmm. Or doing normal things extraordinarily. I, I am one of those people. Without social media, I don't know if I would have been lucky enough to be able to mm-hmm. get on the radar of certain people. Yeah, Dream right? Defenders
0: have benefited from social media. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Yeah. absolutely. Social media is responsible for the rise of Black Lives Matter in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. That's right, right. that's right. Um, I like it to be different, but at the end of the day, they are the microphone. Mm-hmm. I'm still the voice, we are still the voice, but it is the microphone that amplifies. So social media is an amplification. Mm-hmm. It's a way to find connection with people. Where it has failed is people believe that social media is a community.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Social media is an empathy engine, right? Mm-hmm. I, would actually, I actually believe different. In 2005, the true story in 2005 was the first time I saw somebody get murdered. Mm-hmm. I had seen other things. We've seen Rodney King. I grew up in West Inglewood. I've seen people get stabbed. But the first time I saw somebody get murdered was in 2005, a young man named Martin Lee Anderson. He was murdered man. at a boot camp. That Fourteen af- years old. Fourteen years old. Right. That affected me. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This wrong." Right. It, like, it, how old it, were you at the time? I was twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Twenty-twenty-one. I was like, "This can't happen." Mm-hmm. Now, we could scroll past a baby, you know, mm-hmm. face down on the beach. Oh, I seen I that see one. Hey, time. did you see that? Did you see that video of that girl mm-hmm. that was shot? Ah, it's a yeah, I, seen I seen that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you saw? Did you you seen that? Um. Homeless man get beat up. I seen that shit. That shit crazy. Today I showed you the
2: Richard
0: Spencer thing. Right. And it's like we we chuckled. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But what he's saying is very very evil. Yes. But we chuckled because it's like,
1: yeah. We there's a distance. Yeah. It's something called um, the diffusion of responsibility. Mm -hmm. And the more people, it it is a sociological theory that came out of uh, Queens, New York. Mm -hmm. A woman named Kitty Genovese was murdered. Have you heard this story? No. Quickly, she was murdered. She was murdered by by a murderer. (laughs) As (laughs) most people are murdered by murderers. She was murdered by a murderer. And uh, apparently there were like 30 people that heard and saw, like heard her screaming. Mm. Nobody called the police. Mm. And the sociologists were blown away. Like, how could this happen in a neighborhood? young white woman Mm -hmm. killed. And one of the guys said, I just didn't want to be bothered. Mm. So sociologists came in and what they came up with, is the diffusion of responsibility mm-hmm. that says the more people that see a bad thing happen, the less likely that any one of them is gonna do something That's about it. That's so true. And it's so normalization. It's a normalization. And so you always assume, you watch something, and you're like, Sean King gonna do something. Right. <laughs> Dream is gonna do something. Mm-hmm. NAACP, they definitely gonna get on this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my, my, my nigga over there, he, gonna do, he always be on it. She mm-hmm. always be on it. And so what I think is, People that believe that social media is going to support this movement are wrong because social Mm -hmm. media is numbing people. Mm -hmm. And so in order to build a social movement, in order to build a corporation, Mm -hmm. sell a product, you need empathy. You need feelings. Mm -hmm. You need feelings. And so for me, that's one of the shortcomings. It's like I'm able to connect with more people, but less deeply. Mm -hmm. The width of my thing is grown, but the depth has Mm -hmm. atrophied and I'm not able to. It's not, it's not sticking anymore. I'm on to the next one. Mm-hmm.
2: It's so crazy because I had to catch myself today. I was, uh, or maybe yes or whatever. I was scrolling through on Instagram and I saw, um, or Facebook, and I saw a missing persons thing. And it was like, it takes two seconds to share. And I'm just like, and I was like, wait, like it takes two seconds to share. And I scrolled back and mm-hmm. shared it. But it's like, I literally see missing people things every day. So right. it's like, I was just used to seeing it. And not,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, no, 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 not to put you on the spot, but what was their name? You know, well, like what they remember. look like. You know what I'm saying? I don't These remember motherfuckers what she go. Like, yeah, but, I don't but remember her name. you know what I'm saying. I, that, all I'm saying is she the went to ease.
2: Clark Atlanta University. She oh. was last seen with her roommate. She's been missing since October 30th.
1: Wait, actually, that was pretty good. Yeah, got, that was got the great. details down. <laughs> yeah, she you got, got it down. She like,
2: Dark skin and she had like a side part with a little flip hair, but I don't remember her name.
1: Okay, my they point. As, yeah, you destroyed my point. Good, <laughs> <laughs> good, good. That that must happen sometimes. The people's party, right. right, right. But all all I'm saying is uh, <laughs> the ease in which people are able to feel um, satisfied mm-hmm. with their engagement. Um, right, the it,
0: endorphins of I, I put the Black Lives Matter hashtag and I click like on it and I stopped Coney today.
1: Something. Right, and it's like the Saturday, Coney.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Saturday night Lives. Coney, kid. remember that? Yes. That yeah. nigga was running around naked in the street I in San
1: know. Diego. I know. I know. <laughs> he was one of the first casualties of this shit. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. That's. It, it's a mix of both. It's mm-hmm. a microphone. It doesn't overpower the voice. Mm-hmm. This is nothing without a voice. That's right. You know that.
0: I do. Now, um, you are now working with the Bernie Sanders campaign.
1: Yes. Bernie. Okay. I'm an unpaid volunteer. Unpaid I always volunteer. Always gotta correct. You like killing? You like killing Mike? Yeah. I'm a believer. Yes. Right.
0: Okay, if so. Burn Ever. Oh, no, so Aver. now. I thought it was. Gonna no, Burn Ever? I thought it was. You, blow. I thought it was blow. Wow, son. <laughs> you win some, you win right. some. to some. <laughs> you're trying to make Fleck happen. You know the main was it? Fetch. Fetch. I it was I it was I knew it, it was a good one. Trying to make Fetch happen. I love fetch. when y'all
2: all watch Mean Girls. All right. Mean Girls is Shout out to Tina Fey. a classic film.
0: My theory is that Tina Fey was actually a Mean Girl. Oh, really? We'll get into that later, though. Okay. Just another hole. Tina Fey is one of my
1: favorites.
0: She is. I was on 30. Do you rock. do after dark? People's party after dark? No, but we should. That's a good idea. Do yeah, it yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Okay. It could be like B.E.T.
0: after yeah. dark, <laughs> but the people's party version. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what
1: you're people's planning. After <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People's after party.
0: Yeah. People's after party. Look at that. Marketing geniuses in the back. There you go. Yeah. Um, for once a month, yo, black you're two for three. White. That's yeah. good enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough. Yeah. But um, so here's here's the thing. I'm from I'm from Brooklyn, right? Yeah. And just from Brooklyn, I like people from Right,
2: I stole his idea. I, 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 I caught that. I'm I not caught white, that. I can't just steal and pretend it's mine. Right. I had to tell the right.
0: truth. Well, we, the, the white people in the back was like, peop, peop. Oh, that's a good idea.
1: <laughs> that's mine. <Excuse> me. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I just want my proper credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, IP, uh, IP. God damn give
2: us something, right?
0: Um, but um, I'm you know, I would say I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, I like Bernie because he's from Brooklyn. Yeah, um. Matter of fact, that's not the only thing I like about Bernie Sanders. Yeah, it's a few. I like a lot of things about Bernie Sanders. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't like everything about Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anyone in the world that I like everything about. Right. Like, I was telling a friend of mine earlier, I was like, when it comes to politics, I like about, I could say maybe I like about 70, 80% of Bernie Sanders, what he's saying. Yeah. There's about 20, 30, maybe 40%. When he says that I'm like, that's some old white man shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I definitely don't agree with him that. But then when I'm thinking about it, I think about my closest friends that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, some of them niggas is only like 30, 40% of th- what they say that I agree with. Right. Mm-hmm. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, yes, right, right, right. At the barbershop. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like, right, really, nigga, 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 get on Facebook. Stop <laughs> saying that shit. you embarrassing the crew. You're on YouTube too late yeah, tonight, yeah, night, yeah. bro. So right, <laughs> right. Stop watching whole <laughs> niggas on YouTube. Like yeah. you you're bugging. Yeah. So so I say that to say. What is it about Bernie Sanders that you overlap with that you like and what is it that you disagree with him about?
1: All right. So, I'm a I'm a na- I'm considered a national surrogate for Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. What that means is I represent the campaign when the candidate can't be there or sometimes mm-hmm. he sometimes he is there, but I use my gifts, mm-hmm. my connections, mm-hmm. my network to amplify the message of the campaign. Okay. The message of the campaign is not me us. Mm-hmm. Right? And so what this campaign is about and what attracts me to this campaign, mm-hmm. when, I, when, I, when I came out and said I was endorsing the campaign, I said, I'm excited to spend the next 16 months of my life supporting the movement to elect the candidate Bernie Sanders. Okay. Right? Specific, so what that very means, specific language. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what that means is we have the opportunity right now to go around the country and talk to people about the essential crisis that is capitalism. Mm-hmm. That is the reason for the destruction of black people, indigenous people, women, trans people, mm-hmm. gay people, mm-hmm. Latino people, immigrant mm-hmm. people. That's
0: that intersectionality you was talking about. Absolutely.
1: It is the reason for all of it. It is the source of racism. It is the accomplice of racism and mm-hmm. sexism. We throw out the words, but when you talk to somebody and say you are depressed and anxious, mm-hmm. it is not because you were born with a chemical imbalance in your head. And I was in pharmaceutical sales. I know mm-hmm. about depression. Okay. Mm-hmm. I sold depression, man. Mm-hmm. It's not because you were born with that. It's because you are alienated from earth, alienated from other people, alienated from work, alienated from your purpose. Maslow talks about self, actualization you will never get there and you know it Mm -hmm. and so we have an opportunity to talk about a campaign that wants to end the practice the most egregious practices of the system that we're all living under Mm -hmm. right what attracts me to this campaign is we have a candidate who has been consistent Mm -hmm. this is not a person who i believe to be a liar
0: Mm
1: -hmm. this is a person who you look today Mm -hmm. you look in them weird grainy videos from the 80s, mm-hmm. you look at black and white videos, mm-hmm. this person has been consistent. Mm-hmm. The same amount of hair, right? <laughs> the, same, the same glasses, mm-hmm. right? He has been consistent talking about the issues that are relevant to working people. Who are working people? Black people, mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. Uh, domestic workers. Yes, yes absolutely. disproportionately. Yeah. And so for me, this is an opportunity to say I've spent the entirety of my political career mm-hmm. Outside of the system all air quotes Mm -hmm. right because I don't believe in there's an inside. There's a body politic Mm -hmm. right But I've spent the majority of my career outside of the system And now I have left my organization and I have an opportunity to contribute my gifts my talents my love my passion into something else Mm -hmm. Why not why not do it for a national political campaign and real quick? Mm -hmm. And if I had to look back on my life and say I supported a national presidential campaign which for some people is the most icky shit ever. Right. It has to be for someone who is a democratic socialist.
0: Okay, um, I, I, I think that um, democratic socialism, I think if you claim to be about what America claims to be about. Yes. Then democratic socialism is the ideal for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you speak a lot about intersectionality. Yes. And as you well know, there are segments of our of the black community mm-hmm. that do not appreciate intersectionality, do not like feminism, do not like gay people, uh, work actively against LGBT communities and, mm-hmm. and work actively against feminism. Yep. Um, but you you push back against all that as a yeah. black man, yeah. right. So Bernie Sanders, as a candidate, again, nobody's perfect. no, right We all have long, especially someone as old as him yes. we all have long histories right. of mistakes that we've made, right. Be, but, as a poli- because he's chosen political work and chosen to say, "Vote for me because I represent the people." right Some of his mistakes have been public, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Bernie Sanders often speaks out against identity politics. right? I feel like you cannot be for intersectionality and also speak out against identity politics. OK? I feel like that's the part of it, the 20 to 30 percent that I disagree with. Right. Bernie Sanders. Like, I like what he's saying about the working class and about the people and about us. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that. I agree with all that. Yeah. Um, You know, yeah, I like all that. Yeah. But he talks a lot about staying away from identity politics. And that's where the libertarians come in and the Bernie bros Mm -hmm. come in. And you know, them folks overlap with white supremacists and Nazis and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I think that's where you get the the problematic with not so much Bernie Sanders, but with, with some of the people that he might enable with his pushback against identity politics. How do you feel about
1: that? So I I I can't I got to keep it two thousand. Mm-hmm. I don't know about his exact quotes about identity politics, right. but I feel like he's against identity. I feel like he's
0: politi- against, I I, like he's against the, the 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 sort of embracing that because I think his, his platform is more about class. Yeah 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 yeah.
1: I think my first off, I think identity politics. What I know about mm-hmm. it, which is a good amount, is it is a, it is more do. than one thing. Right. right? There is an identity politics that says, I enter into the body politics with all of my many intersectional identities, Mm -hmm. right? I am black, I am male, I am cisgendered, I am heterosexual. Mm -hmm. There are different ways that I I am uh, masculine presenting. And so there are different ways that I present into the world, Mm -hmm. right? That my identity uh, changes, changes, the room mm-hmm. changes the way people react right. to me, changes the way decisions are made right. about me. Regardless of what you're c-
0: trying to do, it happens. Yes.
1: You mm-hmm. cannot deny that the way that you are in the, in the world, in the Western world, mm-hmm. dictates how you're treated, mm-hmm. how you're Absolutely. legislated, how policies. There's another, what I view as a different form of an identity politic that says just because you are a certain identity means that you are acceptable. Mm-hmm which says right. that be, just because you are a black man and you are the president of the United States, mm-hmm. that means I should accept part and parcel, carte blanche, everything that you said or done mm-hmm. as, an, as the leader of an empire mm-hmm. who has detonated more bombs, deported mm-hmm. more people, who has rarely ever spoke about being black, mm-hmm. who rarely talks about police brutality, et mm-hmm. And that is that perversion of identity politics that says mm-hmm. based on your identity, you are able to, to be and be accepted without critique, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Mm -hmm. I don't know where the senator stands on it, and Mm -hmm. I'll take that as a personal um, challenge to myself to Mm -hmm. be better educated on where he stands and his Mm -hmm. stances on identity politics. What I will say is this. He is not perfect. Right. None none of us are. I'm not a stand. I'm not a part of a cult of personality for Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. The campaign and the platform and the policies that he has put forward will do wonders. Mm Mm-hmm. Wonders for black people, black women, trans people, poor people, oppressed people, Latino people, immigrant people, poor white people in this country mm-hmm. in a way that has never been done and in a way that is not being offered by any other candidate in the Democratic field. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. In the next two years, what we, were, what we are going to do is take a step forward, it will not be the final step. Mm-hmm. We are creating the conditions by which the seeds that we want to plant, the revolutionary seeds that we want to plant will somehow be fertile Mm. because we have a candidate who is going to allow those things to flourish and blossom. He's not a panacea for me. He's right. not a king, he's not a champion. That's right, right, I understand that, I understand that. Yeah.
2: I'm actually, I mean, I I, I was introduced to Bernie um, for my friend Nick the Tesla when he ran the last election because he had extra tickets to one of his rallies and I went and I was like, wow, this guy is a really great speaker. Yeah. And um, But my only thing is not to be an ageist or whatever, but... Yeah. Um his health and everything and it's like such a stressful job and it's like he has such good policies was like is he going to be able to last this election process and then like you know four years and then i was thinking i was like you know why wouldn't he get somebody else to just like work through him to to use his policies that's going to be you know a little bit healthier to be able to follow
1: through on a lot of these things? Well, I think he's animated a lot of younger people. AOC, myself. Mm-hmm. Um, not just AOC, Ilhan. but that whole squad. Yeah, the whole squad, and he's the number one candidate against, uh, amongst young people, period. Mm-hmm. So he's animated enough young people who are gonna take this thing forward. This is what i say about, this is what I'm saying, this is not no talking point shit. Right. This person, if you ask anybody who is campaigning on the campaign trail, mm-hmm. opponent, Supporter otherwise mm-hmm. this person has campaigned harder than anybody else mm-hmm. over the past six years If we can all agree that a heart condition doesn't doesn't just start in one day, right? This is a heart condition that develops right develops develops
0: I, I think you know how Bernie Sanders is not that much older than than Clinton or, or Trump or or You know, listen,
1: Dick Cheney's heart tried to get out of his body at 36. (laughs) It was like, yo, Dick Cheney's heart is a patriot. It was trying to to kill this man at at the age of 36. He doesn't even have a heart anymore. All I'm saying is I have no concerns about his health, his mental well-being, his physical dexterity. And even more than that, I have no concerns about the over a million people. And I say I'm not a stand. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work in movement. Right, you're talking about strategy and tactics. The, I'm talking about the next 20 years of yeah. our lives. What do the yeah. conditions look like when you have somebody who's, de- who's in office that wants to stop everything? Mm-hmm. If you have somebody on the Democratic side, like a Biden,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who's selling people a dream, mm-hmm. right? Who's not going to be able to deliver, who doesn't animate anybody. He has a
0: good chance to win that nomination.
1: That's debatable. Right. Invite me I, back I in February. He, I, I want to come back here. He has here. a good chance. Yeah. He
0: has a good chance. Listen. Bernie Sanders has a great good chance too. People they forget, both have a
1: good chance. People forget that Joe Biden was elect was uh, chosen as vice president because the people who hated Obama loved Joe Biden. No, no
0: doubt. Um, so but here's the thing. So one more one more one more Bernie thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Bernie Sanders went on a morning show program in the top of 2019 and they asked him about reparations. And he was like, well, what what does that really mean? What are we really talking about? Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, in the opinion of a lot of people who have been pro reparation for a long time, he flubbed that one. Mm. And that was an answer that just, he could have did better at, and I personally feel like he should have been more informed about that situation. Since then, um, he has become a co-sponsor on HR 40. HR 40 is a pro reparations bill. Mm -hmm. There's a movement called ADOS Mm -hmm. that's been very critical of the HR 40 bill. I have famously been very critical of ADOS. I'm not a fan. Um, I feel like they're an anti-immigrant, anti-black hate cult that's working for the GOP. Um, But you know, I don't wanna get into that with you. Mm -hmm. Um, But since you're a Bernie guy, Bernie is one of their main targets. And from what the, the research I've done with ADOS is, on their website, Ados101.com. They supported HR40.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It said HR40 must be passed. It was part of their black agenda.
1: Yes, all right.
0: And when Democrats rallied behind HR40, following the lead of Cory Booker, yep. Cory Booker took up that 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 that, that torch. Yeah. And he 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 latched on to, to HR40. Became a, a co-sponsor. Um, Kamala Harris, which people have problems with, Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Warren, Mm -hmm. Tammy Duckworth, Mm -hmm. Bernie Sanders, Mm -hmm. basically all the top Democrats running except for Joe Biden became co-sponsors of HR 40. The moment that happened, the founders of ADOS started speaking bad against H.R. 40. Right. I'm of the opinion that they started speaking bad against H.R. 40 because they work for the GOP and they couldn't be seen agreeing with Democrats on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time, they were speaking bad ab- against H.R. 40, but they still supported H.R. 40 on their website. I called them out for it several times. Right. They actually changed that language. Right. It's not the only time they've changed their language based on me calling them out. Right. I called them out because they had pro-Ronald Reagan stuff on their website, too. When I called them out for that, all of a sudden it was gone.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unceremoniously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know,
0: gone. no one no no apology gone. just the <laughs> she <shit> was gone. ADOS <laughs> coder. Yeah, okay, well, you know, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know what laughs> saying? So I say all that to say I like the fact that Bernie Sanders is fluid enough because he also was on a tape in 2015 actually speaking against reparations. Mm-hmm. He has changed his position. Mm-hmm. He has gotten more information. Right. You know, and he he has spoken out. He has spoken. He is a co-sponsor of H.R. 40. Um, What do you have to say about people who say that H.R. 40 is just a study and has no teeth? And and because ADOS and people who are sympathetic to their cause say that the Democrats don't really support reparations because H.R. 40 is 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 a dodge is what they're calling it now. They have talking points. Right. They call it a dodge. Meanwhile, Trump said, I'm anti-reparations. Right. Mitch McConnell said, fuck reparations.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We that's done. I ain't do that. Yeah, like yeah.
0: Bill O'Reilly's like reparations. It's interesting because Ados is saying we don't mess with white liberals. Right. We don't mess with white progressives. Right. We don't mess with the Democratic Party. But Bill O'Reilly said reparations is a liberal progressive ideal. Mm-hmm. They're willing to align with with the alt-right. They're willing to lie with neo-Nazis. They're willing to lie with straight-up uh, Republicans and conservatives, but they're attacking the Democrats. What do you have to say to people who say the Democrats is a bait and switch? They're not really about reparations.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with Democrats. Right. Mm. Um. I'm registered independent, As I. Might. but I had to register Democrat because in Florida you have a closed primary. Right, and you're, so voting, you, you're <laughs> voting in the primary. I'm voting in the primary. Right. You have to vote in the primary. It's like showing up to the NBA finals without, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Without... You you have to be able to choose who you're gonna get to the to the to the to the general, right? Yeah. So this is what I'll say. The reason that we require reparations, I support reparations. As Let's talk I. about myself. I'm People's a person- Party supports reparations. Yeah, I'm a yes. person. I'm a person beyond this. Mm-hmm. In the future, in the past, mm-hmm. I've been and will continue to be my own person. <laughs> I support reparations. Mm-hmm. I think black people in this country are the source of all the wealth of the West. Absolutely. Period we have built great civilization scientific
0: too you can look at the data for
1: absolutely that. Yeah. absolutely from the soil in the south mm-hmm. to the factories in the mm-hmm. north to the great west expansion mm-hmm. to europe to france to africa mm-hmm. we have built the west
0: and you talking about pan africa oh absolutely which now, like- is
1: not which is not a pillar of everybody right right um and so what i i believe that black people should be compensated Um, for the labor that we have put in and not just compensation, but there should be elimination of the structural barriers that we have had, typically to entering not only into the economy, but into the social um, fabric of a country, Mm -hmm. um, into the political fabric of a country. You have to eliminate and untangle all of that. Mm -hmm. So that's what that's what I'll say first. This is what I'll say on the presidential thing. Because I know they actually like a few of the candidates who I won't mention. I don't mm-hmm. think they're still in the in the race. And yeah, not, they're not in right. the debate. They're not going to get nominated. No, they're not. And there. they're
0: probably going to throw their support behind whoever gets the nomination.
1: Yeah. So what I'll say is, if you are caping for a candidate who loves capitalism, mm-hmm. who says that they adore capitalism and that they are a capitalist, mm-hmm. um, but ref- but also offers reparations, they are lying to you. That's right. For me, it, for me, the thing is, I don't whatever Bernie says um he has to own up for what he Mm -hmm. says and I support a good deal of what he says Mm -hmm. he said a check is not enough Mm -hmm. I agree with that Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to pay us off a little Mm -hmm. bit of alimony Mm -hmm. a little child support Mm -hmm. for what you have done to our communities for 400 500 years Mm -hmm. right you're not going to even just be able to pay off Americans Mm -hmm. for what you have done to South America the Mm -hmm. islands of the Caribbean you get what I'm saying yes there's no amount of money Save, giving us all of the land and the wealth of the West that you're going to be able to provide us that will compensate for the great destruction that you have done to people in their Mm -hmm. psyche and their generational lineage, right? Right. But if you... I I want to start at one place. I'm starting at a candidate who believes that capitalism is a source of all evil in this Mm -hmm. country and the reason for the desire and the need and the necessity for Mm -hmm. reparations. No doubt. And I think if we can start there then we could build a plan. What HR 40 does is brings together the best minds mm-hmm. of our generation, past, present, international,
0: mm-hmm.
1: together and says, what is the plan for truth and reconciliation mm-hmm. for what this country has done truth to Truth and Africans. reconciliation
0: is very important. Yes.
1: Yes. To acknowledge the crime, the original sin by which this country was birthed, mm-hmm. right? The rape by which this country was birthed. Mm-hmm. The bastard through which this country is born, mm-hmm. right? And you must acknowledge that. But before you can acknowledge that, you must acknowledge that the reason that you did the sin was because you believed in a system of capitalism. Mm-hmm. We are not a, a a government that created an economic system. We are an economic system that birthed a government. government that's right. And so, if you I, this this is a candidate who we have the opportunity for mm-hmm. with work, mm-hmm. through pushing, through teaching to move forward with a plan of reparations. But until we have a candidate like Bernie Sanders who says that capitalism is the reason, mm-hmm. the indictment, the thing that must be uh, eradicated, mm-hmm. then, then we can't, this is a non-starter for any of the other right, candidates right. because they love it to their bones. Right. The other thing I'll say is, whatever plan comes from the commission that is formed from HR 40
0: mm-hmm.
1: has to have, as I talked about before, fertile ground through which to grow. Mm-hmm. One of the quotes from the civil rights movement They said we fought and fought and fought to have a seat at the at the, at the uh, diner. diner, right? But then we couldn't afford the burger. Mm-hmm. That's right And so what we're talking about is there's one fight on this front mm-hmm. and then there is creating the fertile ground to eliminate redlining eliminate student debt mm-hmm. eliminate uh, uh, medical debt mm-hmm. eliminate uh, the war on drugs mm-hmm. Uh, uh, provide access for people who have been in jail for marijuana convictions to get it expunged and then have access to this new green economy, marijuana mm-hmm. economy that we're talking access about.
2: Access to mental care.
1: And access to mental care, access to clean water, food, etc. Right. So there is a part where we're talking about to repair the wrongs that have been done. Mm-hmm. And then there is a part that says that once we have repaired the wrongs that have been done, how can I enter into society as a full human being? Mm-hmm. And that is what we have a candidate who is prepared to offer. Last thing I'll say, they asked the Black Panthers, why are you doing free food? Mm -hmm. Why are you doing vaccinations? Why are you giving people rides to the jail? And Huey Newton said these are programs pending revolution. Mm. So what we're talking about is we have a, a platform in the Sanders platform that is a platform pending reparations, mm-hmm. right? That is creating the conditions for whatever comes out of HR 40 to then be planted in fertile ground. Mm-hmm. Nothing else is gonna work at this point that has been offered. Mm-hmm. I support reparations every single day. No doubt. But it's, it's a complete thing. It's an apology, it's an acknowledgement, mm-hmm. it's money, it's an undoing of the societal things mm-hmm. that have been put in place. No doubt. Yeah. I wanna um,
0: thank you because um,
1: when I went to Ferguson,
0: I immediately saw that there was a vacuum not being filled. Uh, shout out to Kayla Reed oh, and man. Diamond yeah. and 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 Tef Poe and, and Tory Russell and uh-huh. they, they showed me on it. you introduced me to them. And my relationship with them, we fought, you helped me form the action support committee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because oh, I raised man. money for Ferguson, and I didn't want to um, he mess up. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't
0: want them to wyclef me. Yeah, That's yeah, like, yeah. as I say, you know. <laughs> and so I got one, prize. Or prize me you know, and I want him none of that yeah yeah and so Phil Phil Agnew put me in touch with activists scholars revolutionaries and helped me form a committee so that we could distribute the money properly and man shout out to you for your work Thank this you. is the People's Party give yeah. it up to Phil Agnew in the place to be
2: Yay. I
1: don't know Cheers. how you finished that right? uh, man said, hey
0: you know
2: we did a lot today